Speaking of fantastic, it's going to be a fantastic night on Friday night at Sandown Park Racetrack, um, the 2021 uh, Melbourne Cup for Greyhounds. And to speak about it, we have got the media manager at Greyhound Race in Victoria, Andrew Copley on the line. G'day, Drew. G'day, Jack. G'day, Was. What a week it is. It's a lot of greyhound racing, like you say, Jack. Uh, the biggest race of the year, not just in Victoria, not just in Australia, but in the world. We call it the world's greatest greyhound race, the Tad Melvin Cup. So bring it on Friday night, Stand Down Park. And uh, it's Was here, mate. Uh, not without yeah, some, not without some controversy in the uh, last heats there. I see uh, one of the winners sort of got relegated due to a uh, dead heat. Has that ever happened before? Oh. It has never happened before, was it? was quite extraordinary. There was so much anticipation leading into the first of eight heats. So only the winners make it through to the Melbourne Cup. Must win your heat. And the first heat kicked off, and would you believe it was a dead heat. It was <laughs> extraordinary. We were all scratching our heads, even the experts. We are thinking, what does this mean? There's only eight spots. Um, is it a ballot between these two? I thought that might have been the case. But seven or eight minutes later, the stewards checked the rule book. They came out and they said they're actually going to work it that the slowest heat winner is the one that missed out. So poor old Typhoon Sammy, he's been relegated to the first reserve, which is uh, the first ever Cab Melbourne Cup winner who's not actually getting a run. Cab Melbourne Cup heat winner not getting a run. So very unlucky. You're saying they checked the rule book. Was, Was it actually in the rules or is that something that's now been added? No, it was there the whole time. Oh, it's, right. it's a very long rule book, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they find the right age in that rule book to make gonna... the rule, and uh, they got there eventually, which was uh, a big relief. Only seven minutes. That's impressive to find it. It is, yeah. It's about yeah. 100 pages long, the rule book. Oh, and, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite lengthy, and uh, <laughs> we believe local rules trump national rules. There's a little Good. trivia thing for you, nice. but yeah, it's... Uh, but both those dogs who are dead heated, Japara and Coblenz are now in the final. And Coblenz is one of the favourites. He's a brilliant beginner. He's won 25 from 38. He's $3.10 in the market, so second favourite. He's going to be hard to beat. If he starts like he normally does, they're going to have their work cut out trying to catch Coblenz. And his trainer, David Gill, won the race three years ago with my redeemer. So he knows how to prepare a Melbourne Cup winner, that man. And with... $500,000 on the line. I'm sure he'll have Coblin's cherry ripe for the big race. It's a uh, huge prize. And Aston Rupi, the, the favourite, uh, that's uh, sort of a come-from-behind dog, is it? He's a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest with you, Was He, he was normally a bit of an ordinary beginner, but he's got, certainly got a bit better lately, and certainly worked out how to work his way through a field, which was the next step in his uh, development. He's now had about 31 starts, 19 wins. He is the fastest dog in the world, believe it or not. He owns the Sandown Park track record. He's run the two fastest times ever at Sandown, clocking the 5.15 metres in 28.79 seconds. So, absolutely, absolute flying machine. Um, if he gets a bit of room, there'll be no stopping him. But, uh, you know, the pressure of a Melbourne Cup, there's extra noise. There will be a bit of a crowd there tomorrow, Friday night. So I've seen many champions miss the start in a Melbourne Cup, normally brilliant beginners. And, um, you know, they just don't hear that lure coming because of the extra crowd noise. So it really makes it uh, a mixed bag. And who knows what could happen on the big stage? It could be anything. 
You said the crowd, you're expecting, how have the crowds been since COVID sort of come out of the last few weeks and you're expecting a big crowd? We've only just, we've only just reopened the gates. We've, yep. we've had uh, just strictly essential staff at all our tracks. We've been very lucky to be able to keep racing through COVID times, but yeah, it's basically been trainers only and also staff to run the race meetings. But yeah, owners have had to be very patient. They haven't been allowed on course, so... Um, we'll have a crowd of around a thousand on Friday night at Sandown, right, which you know it, it, you'd normally get three or four thousand. Yeah. So it's not going to be quite the atmosphere um, it would normally be pre-COVID times, but it's just going to be wonderful, and I'm sure they make plenty of noise and uh, add to the atmosphere. Oh, there's nothing better. You hit the uh, hit the dogs on a Thursday, part of a sort of cricket club function or a footy club function. You go there, you sponsor a race, and. Next thing you know, yeah, you're having a having a big night out with uh, yeah some quality winnings if you're any good. Yeah, it's a, it's a great night out there at the Greyhounds. Mm. Stand down in any of the 13 tracks around Victoria. The GRV's put a lot of money into infrastructure and made the facilities magnificent. Great viewing of the Greyhounds and the dogs. You know, they'd love to race. Jack, Jack knows himself. He's a regular down at Hillsville. And, um, yeah, it's just a really fun night out with, um, you know, for, whether you're with your mates or, or with the family. Yes. Is there any other events on uh, throughout the night? I mean, obviously, there's also the Bold Trees, we know, and that's a superstar event. Looking forward to that. But is there any activities, you know, that um, have you got planned? Well, not really. Well, they're not going as overboard as usual because um, because of crowd numbers. But I can tell you, a bit of an exclusive, Ooh. if you guys know this gentleman, and this show's called The Sports, so I expect you to know this, especially you, Jack. Ryan Pappenhausen, yep. NRL superstar, plays for the Melbourne Storm. He will be making an appearance at Sandown Park on Friday night, I can tell you that. Um, he's got training up until about 7.30 in the city. He's going to be racing up the freeway, get to Sandown Park, present the cup to the winner, pose nice. for a couple of photos. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, now an ambassador for Greyhound Racing Victoria. Um, as our uh, re-homing ambassador, actually. So oh, nice. uh, going to be great to have him there. Ryan won the uh, Clive Churchill medal for best on ground in the 2020 NRL Grand Final, and he's only 23 years of age, so he's got a huge future in the sport. Um, yeah, not many bigger names coming through the ranks there in the NRL, and he just loves his greyhounds. He's been an owner for a long time, really passionate about the adoption side, so it's a real genuine... Um, role that he's playing with, with GRV and we we're absolutely wrapped to have him on board. That's a great name to have and uh, we, we saw during the week a, uh, a jockey Rewilla trained his first dog or is he the owner? Rewilla? Yeah. The, the, the jockey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, extraordinary. He, um, these jockeys are pretty busy yeah, starting track work at uh, Caulfield or Flemington at crazy times or it's 3am or whatever it is and um, he's decided that instead of um, on his one day off, which I think might be a Sunday, instead of um, worrying about jumping in the sauna and stressing about his weight levels, he's decided to uh, focus that time to training a couple of greyhounds. And he trained his first winner the other night at the Meadows. So that was wonderful news. He's, he's really on board. He loves, loves his greyhounds. He's only just sort of got involved, but his whole family is... Um, Group one winners in the thoroughbred circle, so to have him in our sport um, is a really great thing for us, and um, he's just so media friendly. I'm sure he'd be a wonderful guest on this show too, and mm. give the listeners 
plenty to uh, to think about because uh, no, he's only 20 years of age, but gee, he speaks well. He's a super impressive young man. Oh, it certainly is. Now, just for the people out here in the Arrow Valley, Drew, uh, give us your tip for the winner of the Melbourne Cup. Now, I know your tipping has been a bit erratic um, throughout the years. Um, sort of this is why I don't own a house, because of you, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, who's wins on? Who wins the? Who wins the cup? I tell you what, Jack. <laughs> yes. Everyone's thinking Copeland's the brilliant beginner or Aston Rupee. Now I can understand why. Like I say, upsets can happen in the Melbourne Cup. And I can tell you something about Aston Rupee. We've done a little bit of research here at GRV. He's coming out of box four, which is always a little bit of a tricky one because you're in the middle of all the other dogs. Squeeze. He's had box four five times in his career and only won once. So it's a little bit of a bogey draw for Aston Rupee. He will be a hot favourite, but I think what I've seen over the years, the fastest heat winner so often wins and can often win at big odds. And the fastest heat winner was Lala Kiwi. She's coming out of box five, Lala Kiwi. She's the only female greyhound in the race. But I reckon she might just be ready for a bit of an upset. So right. race seven, number five at Sandown, La La Kiwi, at, at around about $10. So huge odds for the fastest heat winner. So I think if you, if, for a bit of each way value, she's your one. And Andrea Daly doesn't, uh, she, she knows how to win a Melbourne Cup in a big event, doesn't she? She she certainly does. Andrea Daly has won the Melbourne Cup three times. Yes. And she's, uh, of course, the trainer of La La Kiwi. So, yes. Yeah. That just adds a little bit more weight to her chances, I would have thought. Very Put it in the book. Put it in the book. In the book. <laughs> and just, just quickly, the other main event for the, the for the night, uh, there's just, just a couple of minutes on the bold trees, uh, another big event. Um, who wins that yeah. and uh, what are your thoughts? Bold trees, it's a magnificent race. It's named after a greyhound called Bold Trees who actually won the Sandown Cup, would you believe it, four years in a row, 1986. 1989. So, Bold Tree, um, great dog. It's a staying race and he's from Warrnambool. He was known as the Warrnambool Warrior and I can tell you there's two greyhounds with strong Warrnambool connections in the race and one of them is a greyhound called Untapped. The other one's Mapunga Ruby. I reckon those two greyhounds are going to figure really strongly. Untapped, trained by Dustin Drew, who's Father passed away just a few weeks ago, and now suddenly he's got this greyhound into a Group One final that just it means so much to the town of Warrnambool. So I've got a feeling untapped um, might just uh, cause a bit of a boil over. She'll be paying around about six dollars, I would have thought. And then Mapunga Ruby, she was the fastest heat winner and got to be respected as well. She absolutely flew last week in her heat. So um, there's a couple for you if you wanted to take a, a bit of a warnable Quinella, boys. Oh, very good, very good, Drew. Look, thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh, it's great to catch up. I love having you on our show. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck on Friday night, mate. Thanks, boys. Happy to be on your program any time at all. Appreciate the uh, the airtime. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> there you go, Andrew Copley, Greyhound Racing Victoria Media Manager.